0: what's going on everybody it's your boy sports Spencer here and today i'm going to be doing my mock draft 2.0 i did release it yesterday but t- like the main twist in that was a russell wilson trade to the raiders but it came out this morning he got that major extension so there's no point of having the mock draft up so i basically redid it it's no problem sucks but hey had to do it didn't want to Make y'all listen to something that just actually has zero chance of happening now. So, yep. And just a little disclaimer: if y'all have not listened to my first mock draft, go listen to that because because for that mock draft, I do go more in depth on like fits and stuff. For this, I'm not gonna spend forty five minutes talking about it. It'll probably be 25, 30 minutes because I don't plan on going really in-depth on every pick. These These are just scenarios that could happen to me. So with that being said, let's just get right into it with the Cardinals' first overall pick kicking off the mock draft. I do not have them picking Kyler Murray. I have them going with Nick Bosa because... He's the best player in this draft. You already have a quarterback. Nick Bosa and Chandler Jones would work incredible together. They can actually maybe win you some games. Think about that, Cardinals fans. You might like win games. With, with Kyler Murray, I don't think you can win too many games. <laughs> I like, especially since you have no offensive line and weapons for him. I mean, might as well get the defense bulked up for whoever quarterback you decide to go with for the next 10 years with the new head coach. But, Dallas, hmm. Nick, Nick Bosa's the smart choice here. I just don't think that they're going to do it. It sucks, but... So, moving on to the number two pick, I do have the 49ers drafting Quinnen Williams because, I mean, with, with Nick Bosa now off the board... The Niners, to me, should go best player on the board no matter what. And now with Nick Bosa's off of it, my number two overall player is Quinnen Williams. And the 49ers, it just helps out that they could use some D-line help. Quinnen Williams and DeForest Buckner would be a really good combo. They still have Solomon Thomas. They have Aaron Lynch. You have Quan Alexander, you have Richard Sherman. You're just making that defense better and better. We just got to hope that Jimmy G can stay healthy for a season. Because if he can stay healthy, the 49ers are winning a lot of games. There's no other way around that. They're going to win a lot. On to the next pick, third overall, I have the New York Jets selecting edge rusher from Kentucky, Josh Allen. This is for the same reasons as the last mock draft. It's a perfect fit. It's a great fit. It's what the Jets need. Josh Allen could fit amazingly there. Greg Williams, new defensive coordinator. It's literally a perfect fit. That will work out great for years to come. On to the number four pick. I do have the Raiders drafting linebacker from LSU, Devin White. The Raiders need a le- They need a leader on defense. The Raiders, you can look at their offense. You can look at how much money they spent this offseason. They still don't really have a bona fide leader on defense. They have... <laughs> I think they have guys on offense right now, but I'm looking at their defense. I mean, they have LaMarcus Joyner, On Conley. I mean, they have Jonathan Hankins. They're not really leader. That's the that's same with Brandon Marshall. I, I don't think they can lead a team. Devin White, to me, is a leader. He is a future all-pro linebacker. Devin White's your guy. If I'm John Gruden and Mike Mayock, Devin White is my guy. On to the number 5 pick. I do have the Buccaneers reaching with this pick. I do have them picking Greedy Williams cornerback from LSU. I have them reaching this much. That's because this is their need. They need a cornerback, a cornerback cuz I cuz I do not think they're going to go um quarterback. So you need this. Your two starting cornerbacks are Vernon Hargraves, who's been a bust, and Carlton Davis, who I don't even know who he is. Being honest, I don't know who he is. The The Buccaneers, their linebacking core, meh. Their defensive line, meh. But, that, but their secondary just is not up to par. They need Greedy Williams. Greedy Williams to me, best cornerback in this draft. They need him big time. Gr- great, great fit for a really big need. On to the number six pick. I do have the New York Giants taking the first quarterback off the board. That being Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State. The reason I don't have them picking Kyler Murray is because I just I just don't really like Kyler Murray as a player. He's a phenomenal talent. I just don't like that prototype of quarterback. That little small, little shifty guy who runs a lot can get snapped really easily and also could be a Johnny Manziel situation. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to say Kyler Murray is Johnny Manziel because I don't think he is. I think he's better than Johnny Manziel, but it's it, it it's that same prototype of quarterback, and I think that little prototype will be exposed this season with guys like Lamar Jackson not doing too well. But I mean, Dwayne Haskins, shit, great, 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 great talent. I do like his prototype of quarterback. I'm a little bit skeptical, just a tad bit skeptical, just. just just a tad bit skeptical because that little, because, you know, like the big body quarterbacks that are like a little bit shifty, kind of like the Big Ben quarterback, but also could be like the Jamarcus Russell quarterback. I, I, I think Dwayne Haskins is going to be a Big Ben type quarterback. I, I think he's a starter. He's, he, he, he's a starting quarterback. He had an incredible season last year with Ohio State. 48 touchdowns he deserves to be the number six pick on to the next pick I have the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting wide receiver from Ole Miss DK Metcalf this is also a reach because it was between this and Jawan Taylor for me but I think that they don't have a they don't have a number one receiver and if you have Nick Foles who you just paid a lot of money to, and you believe he's your franchise guy, then you need to surround him with weapons. That's the thing with Nick Foles. He needs weapons. He cannot single-handedly carry a team. That's not how it works. He needs number one receivers, and DK Metcalf, that's a beast. He is a monster. The, The Jaguars... It's a win-win between Jawan Taylor and DK Metcalf, but DK Metcalf to me is a bigger win. At At the number eight pick, I do have the Lions selecting DN from Michigan, Rashawn Gary. I mean, on you, well, your head coach is Matt Patricia, the defensive-minded head coach. You just signed Trey Flowers. This can be a great combo for many years to come as I do not think they're going to re-sign Ziggy Ansah. So you might as well find his replacement now before it's too late. Moving on to the number nine spot, I have the second receiver from Ole Miss coming off the board. I have the Buffalo Bills drafting A.J. Brown, receiver from Ole Miss. The Bills' narrative this offseason has been build around Josh Allen. We have our quarterback, let's get weapons, and let's get offensive line. And they've done that well. They have have gotten guys like Cole Beasley, John Brown, Mitch Morris, they got a third receiver, and Frank Gore. Now, I, I forgot who the third receiver was, my apologies, but I don't think they have a true number one receiver. And I think A.J. Brown is that number one receiver. And I also don't think there's like... I I I don't think there's like a Joe Thomas-type tackle in this draft that the Bills really need. Granted, it could help to draft a guy like Jawan Taylor, someone like an Andre Dillard. But mm, I think they need... I think they have a greater need for receiver as of right now. They have because, – because the Raiders right now have guys that can run right by you with Cole Beasley and John Brown, they need a guy who can catch right over you. They need a true number one receiver. A.J. Brown's a true number one receiver. On to the 10th pick, I do have the Broncos not going quarterback once again. I have them selecting defensive tackle from Houston, Ed Oliver. I mean, in the last mock draft, I explained why they didn't need a quarterback in that being. Cause I, and that's because I don't think they like the quarterbacks in this draft class. Why? Because they got Joe Flacco. They would not have gotten Joe Flacco if they think they have a franchise quarterback in this draft class. That just would not make much sense. I do not think John Elway is a fan of the quarterbacks in this class. And the second reason, they just got Vic Fangio. You have Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, and now Ed Oliver. That is one hell of a defensive line. That's one hell of a pass rush. Vic Fangio can work with that. That, oh my gosh. That was working. That is Vic Fangio's wet dream right there. Von Miller, all pro. Bradley Chubb had like 12 sacks last season. And now Ed Oliver, an incredible talent. Okay, yep. That's a great trio right there. On to the 11th pick. I have the Bengals going defense this go around. I have them selecting linebacker from Michigan, Devin Bush. I think they need a leader on defense. And if they don't like a quarterback in this draft class, you can have... Mr. Andy Dalton for one more season. He's, he is no starting quarterback, but I mean, I mean, you'll have a top 10 pick next year. I, let's just leave it at that. You'll have a top 10 pick next year where you can get a guy like Tua Tagovailoa or someone like that. Hmm. Sorry. But, um, and their defense right now, it's not looking hot. <laughs> They need a middle linebacker. They need a true leader on defense. Devin Bush is a great linebacker. Can Devin Bush can spread the field really easily, and he's a true leader. So that was the thought process going into that pick. At the twelve spot, I have the Packers picking tight end T.J. Hawkinson. I mean, this is just a repeat pick from last mock draft, and that's because I think it's gonna happen. He's an incredible weapon. The Packers don't really have a glaring need on defense, like an, oh my God, you need to fix that. Like, they don't really have that. You need to surround Aaron Rodgers with more weapons. At this point, that's what you need to do. TJ Hawkinson, incredible weapon for Aaron Rodgers. The Packers, picking picking a tight end at 12 may not seem very smart, It may seem pretty stupid, and I can understand why, but he's a great tight end. The Packers, they need more weapons. They need a tight end because that whole Jimmy Graham thing did not work. Get a young version of Jimmy Graham. TJ Hawkinson is your guy at number 12. With the 13th pick, now with Greedy Williams off the board, I think the Dolphins pick cornerback Byron Murphy. Why? Because... That is molding a great secondary for a new head coach. They already have Xavier Howard. They have Minka Fitzpatrick. Throw throw Byron Murphy into the mix. Yeah, you got something special there. You have something special. On to the 14th pick, I have the Falcons addressing their major need on defensive line. That being Cleland Farrell. I mean, I, I mean... I mean, the reason why is because I just said it. That's their main need is defensive line. And Cleland Farrell, to me, is the best D lineman left on the board. On to the 15th pick. I finally have Kyler Murphy coming off the board. I have him going to the Washington Redskins. And to me, this is a desperation move for Washington. Well, their main need is quarterback. There is no fucking doubt about that. There is no doubt about that. And now, you got to draft a quarterback. And Kyler Murray, to me, this, this guy will sell tickets. Because, 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 I mean, we should all know FedEx Field is not full. FedEx Field is almost never full. They need to sell tickets. They need to be that new, exciting team. Jay Gruden, the head coach of the Redskins, needs to keep his job. That's what they need. Jay Gruden, he just Jay Gruden is going into the last year of his contract, and let's just say they draft a Drew Locke and he doesn't do too well. Drew Locke won't sell you a sold-out stadium. That's just what's not gonna happen. Kyler Murray will sell out a stadium. Kyler Murray will sell jerseys. Kyler Murray is a money-making machine. Kyler Murray is an exciting-ass quarterback. This is... And I'm not even talking about how talented he is. He's a Heisman winner for a reason. He's really talented. Do I... I mean, like... Do I like that prototype of quarterback? No, I don't. Especially not for the Redskins. Cough, cough. Robert Griffin III. Cough, cough. But, um... That's kind of like a desperation move to me. They need a quarterback. This guy will bring in money. And this guy can potentially save Jay Gruden's career. I will, go, okay, hold up. Not his career. His job. That's my fault. Moving on to the 16th pick halfway through. The Panthers need secondary help. And cornerback Rocky Yasin can fill... Can He can help out the secondary a lot. They're... If they don't draft someone in the secondary, then they're not that smart. They're they're not making the right choice. They should go best cornerback on the board. And now with Greedy Williams and Byron Murphy both off the board, Rocky sends my third guy. He can... (laughs) Yeah. That's about it. You're filling a great need. (laughs) On to the 17th pick. I have the Giants coming back. And... Jawan Taylor fell right down to him. I have them picking right tackle from Florida, Jawan Taylor. (laughs) When I was in the midst of making this podcast, I did not think he was going to drop, but he did. And it's great for the Giants. Why? Because you have your quarterback. You have Dwayne Haskins, who you presume to be your franchise guy. You need to protect him. You need offensive line help. And Jawan Ju- oh, shit, my bad. And Juwan Taylor, he might not fall down this far in real life, and I don't really think it's gonna happen, but it could. <laughs> and that's really surprising to me. Juwan Taylor would fit amazingly with this roster. It's exactly what the Giants need. They're helping out Dwayne Haskins. They just they have they 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 have some weapons right now. They need protection now. Their defense, they could use it, but in my opinion, they're going to go straight offense this draft. That's what I think is going to happen. I could be wrong. On to the 18th pick, we have the underwhelming Vikings. I have them also going offensive line. I have them picking tackle Jonah Williams. Why? Because that's their glaring need. And Kirk Cousins, he can't play to 4,000 yards. I mean, he can't get 4,500 yards without protection. He that Vikings team has all the talent in the world. Just look at their receiving core. Kyle Rudolph, Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen. They have Dalvin Cook at running back. You don't have an offensive line. You need to you need to get Jonah Williams or whoever is your best offensive line on your board. And Jonah Williams is the best offensive lineman left on my board. Moving on to the 19th pick, I have the Titans reaching a little bit. I have them picking defensive tackle Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence is one of the best talents in this draft. He is the defensive tackle from Clemson that did not play in the college football playoffs due to... I think it was Weed. I could be mistaken, but it was... was, it was something to do with drugs. So if he can clean off his off the field stuff, he's an incredible D tackle. He, excuse me, he can be an incredible building block for this Titans team. Cause, because right now the Titans are borderline playoffs. I, I I'm always surprised to see them get there. To be honest, they lost their offensive coordinator. I think they need to get. That, that didn't make sense. I'm sorry. But <laughs> I think Dexter Lawrence just fits great. I just think he fits amazing with this D-line. Him him and Jarrell Casey could be pretty dominant. They could be dominant. On to the 20th pick, I have the Steelers. Now, since the Steelers, I mean, hell, three cornerbacks are off the board. There really is no great linebacker left. I, I, I have them going receiver and picking... And picking Hakeem Butler. Why? Because this is your replacement for Antonio Brown. You already have Juju Smith-Schuster. You have James Washington. I, I and I think that Hakeem Butler, do I think he's Antonio Brown? No, because he's not a Hall of Famer. Okay, well, I don't think Hakeem Butler is going to be this Hall of Fame top 10 receiver of all time, but he'll be a damn good receiver for a pretty long time. And... I mean, hell, Pittsburgh, with, I mean, Big Ben, he had a great season last year, but it's no secret that he does not have 10 years left in the tank. I mean, shit, he barely has four or five left in the tank, probably even three. You need to start building for whichever corner, for whichever (laughs) quarterback you get next. So, yep, that is why I have Hakeem Butler going at number 20th to the Steelers. Wow, number 20th. Moving on to the number 21, shit, Mo- moving on to the 21st pick, I have Seattle kind of starting to patch up the loss of the Legion of Boom. I had them picking DeAndre Baker, cornerback from Georgia. More cornerbacks flying off the board. Because Seattle, they need secondary. With the loss of Earl Thomas now, this is their glaring need. And I mean, have they proven they can win without the Legion of Boom? Yeah, because when Earl Thomas was hurt, they still won football games. But damn it, it hurt I mean, but damn it, it helps to have a lot of secondary help. And DeAndre Baker He's a good amount of secondary help, right? Just tell me, hell, just right then and there. He, he's a he had a great career at Georgia. I think he'll have a great career and the pros. Moving on to 22, I have the Ravens trying to give Lamar Jackson help. I have them drafting Hollywood Brown from Oklahoma. Why? Because they lost John Brown. I think they just, they don't have Michael Crabtree. They don't have a defense at this point. This Raiders team, I mean, sorry, this Ravens team, they're not going to be too great next season. And, I think they're going to make some desperate moves during this draft. I-, I would honestly not be too surprised to see them trade up. I, I think they're going to make some desperation plays. It's just something I'd never expect to see the Ravens do. but that, But that is an option for them. And Hollywood Brown, to me, is a desperation play because they lost like four or five starters on defense. They lost They lost two of their top receivers. I mean, they signed Mark Ingram. They signed Earl Thomas. I mean, those are two good pickups. But they're not going to make up for all the loss that they've taken. I think they're still going to go desperate mode, kind of like how they went desperate mode with Earl Thomas. They they paid him that much money after he just snapped his leg. Yeah. They're pretty desperate. I have them drafting Hollywood Brown from, I believe, to be Oklahoma. I forgot, to be honest. My, my, my apologies. Moving on to 23, I have the Texans. They have a lot of talent. They've, they just can't win when the lights turn on. And a part of that being Bill O'Brien. The other part being they don't have great offensive line. That's why I have them drafting guard Cody Ford. Guard is their biggest need. Cody Ford's a, a really great guard. I mean, hell, maybe they can win a playoff game with these guys because you need to protect Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, great quarterback. They have all the talent in the world. Let's just hope Brian Burns can help that offensive line out. I mean, sorry, shit, not Brian Burns, I mean Cody Ford, fuck. Well, now moving on to pick number 24, I I do have the Raiders selecting edge rusher Brian Burns (laughs) from Florida State. This just helps their defensive line, their garbage, terrible excuse of a defensive line. Because since they traded Khalil Mack for some odd reason, their D-line fucking sucks. (laughs) surprise and brian burns i have him falling and i have the raiders picking him up at 24 for a really good reason why because they don't have defensive linemen (laughs) damn that's kind of shouldn't on them but yep that's about it for that on to the 25th pick i have the eagles addressing their biggest need i have them drafting running back josh jacobs from alabama this is just a no-brainer pick to me i mean The Eagles, they're a really good team. They have a really good head coach. They have a really good everything, except for running back. That's why you need a really good running back. That's why I have them picking, Josh Jacobs. On to the 26th pick, I have the Colts going D-line in this draft, selecting Christian Wilkins. It's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, I've already repeated myself so much. The draft is about filling needs. They're filling a need. (laughs) I've been repeating myself so much. I'm sorry if it's gotten boring, but that's just what it is. They're filling a need. Christian Wilkins, really good run stuffer, good pass rush. That's what the Colts need as the Colts have the potential to go to the Super Bowl next season. Moving on to the 27th pick, the Raiders' third and final first-round pick. I have them drafting David Montgomery, running back from Iowa State. They have no running back help. You have Derek Carr. You have Antonio Brown. You have Trent Brown. Your offensive line is building with Colton Miller and Trent Brown. You need a running back. Marshawn Lynch got hurt. I don't know who their running back was, but he was not doing a good job. Shit. David Montgomery to me. Like, you can see this pick as them reaching because they can get someone, in the early second round, at running back. But I think they just need to address their need. It may be a big reach, but, to but I mean to me, not so much. This is what they need. They have three first round picks. Address your needs. That's what I have them doing. Mo- moving on to the twenty eighth pick. This may seem to be a surprise to some. I have the Chargers selecting Drew Lock, quarterback. From Missouri, had a great career at Missouri. I expect him to have a good career with I mean not with. I have I expect him to have a good career in the NFL. And do you wanna know what can make that career better? Sitting behind Phillip Rivers for two years, two, three, four years and learning. This may be a little bit too soon to draft a quarterback, but I could well hold on, yeah. To like to like find a successor to philip rivers but i mean why not do you really think philip rivers is going to be here in five six years no drew drew lock can be here for the next five uh, six years for the next 10 15 years why couldn't he He, he's a great quarterback i think they've gone when i i I think going when now mode makes a lot of sense but something that makes more sense to me is being smart. You have a quarterback that's falling into your lap. You need to take advantage. Drew Drew Locke, 28th pick. On to the 29th pick. This mock draft is windling down. I have the Chiefs selecting center, Garrett Bradbury. Their offensive line needs help. I had them selecting a receiver last mock draft, but it's but I mean that whole Tyree Kill situation is basically blunt. I mean, I, I mean that's basically blown over by now. I do not think something else will come about it. I, I mean, will come from it. So you gotta protect Pat Mahomes. This is your need. You're damn close to getting to the Super Bowl. You just gotta hope Pat Mahomes does not have a sophomore slump. Garrett Bradbury, great offensive lineman. You need to replace Mitch Morse. He's a great. He's a great replacement. On to number 30, I have the Pactors selecting Nikhil Harry, receiver. Weapons, weapons, weapons. I- I've already said it once this podcast, weapons, weapons, weapons. Moving on to 31, I have the Rams selecting Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons and Aaron Donald, that combo will be great for years to come. Moving on to 32, final pick of the first round. The Patriots, I do not have them selecting a tight end this time. Why? Because they have Austin and Jenkins. Do I think he's a great tight end? No, but the Patriots can make him into a great tight end. I have them kind of making a surprise pick a little bit. I have them selecting Juan Thornhill, safety from Virginia. I think they're going to get younger and more athletic. And shit, Juan Thornhill can learn from Patrick Chung. He can learn from many guys on that Patriots roster. He's a young athletic guy who can be molded into a to like an all-pro safety, someone like an Earl Thomas. So, yep, there is my first – so there is my mock draft 2.0 first round. I, I'm sorry that this is coming out on Tuesday. Couldn't do it Sunday, Monday. I actually did do it, but then Russell Wilson kind of boned me on that. He signed that extension. <laughs> So I had to delete it and remake it. So my apologies for the delay. I will try to make more podcasts this week. Maybe one Thursday. That's what I'm shooting for. I'm not sure what yet. Maybe something NBA related. Mock draft 3.0. My final mock draft. Maybe two rounds on Sunday. Probably two rounds. Maybe still one. Not too sure. Have not decided yet. But yeah, Mock Draft 3.0 on Sunday. I hope you're looking forward to it as of I. And uh, yeah, if you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends. Follow me on Twitter at spws Podcast and cue that music.